0: Shut up and sit down. And I want to say a big old welcome, 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 everybody to episode seventy-three of Third Shift. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Debo, and with me, as always, is the Mister Matt. Oh, Mister Matt. This week's been glorious. I know it has. You tell me. You tell me it's been glorious.
1: It's been the most glorious week. I don't have a surname like Biba de Baba de Booba de Bup, so every day is great for me. That's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Matt's pretty good.
1: <laughs> I like it, yes. But no, this week has sucked. I can't remember oh, a single good thing no. that's happened so far. And I uh, haven't played any games either. So there we go. Happy week. How was your week?
0: My week was also fantastic. <laughs> So, we've said it before, things ramp it up, work's gone cray-cray, it's the holiday season. Yeah. It's bananas. It's going to be bananas until after the holiday season is over. So, you know what? Strap in, get ready for a rock and rolling time, because guess what? We're some busy little bumblebees, and it's tough. It's a hard knock life for us. It's a hard... Okay, just three seconds, so I can't see yep, yep. There you
1: go. So it's... it's a tough road to hoe, is what I'll there say. There it is. It's been tough sledding. <laughs> there we go.
0: Uh, anything I did special or awesome? Mm, gosh, old oh, Molly, I've been rocking through some books again. I like just like last week. I was telling you guys, reading's awesome. I love it. I feel good being back in the groove. We'll see how long it lasts before I jump back onto that bus. But right now, I'm digging it. Family's getting ready for Christmas. Families all coming in from all over the world—Europe, New Mexico, blah 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 blah. So what a time to be alive! Oh yeah. Beyond that, not go. much. I'm in the same boat. Gaming-wise, I'm just not there right now. You know, just mm. everything's rock and rolling right here and there. It's just Unfortunately, it's been on a sideline. But that's all right. It's always there, and we're going to get back to it.
1: It just sparked in my brain two good things I have been doing. I've been reading Musashi over lunch every time I get an actual lunch that I get to actually take at work. When I do that, I read Musashi and have a great time. And then tonight, I caught the World Tag League Finals from New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Catch for only 999 yen a month. And that was awesome. I believe that originally broadcasted early Monday morning, so Monday night for them, Monday morning for us, like 4 in the morning. Finally got a chance to watch it. A lot of good matches, a lot of fun. Really kind of like refreshed me out of the funk that I was in earlier today. So that was great. If you are interested in New Japan, go give that a shot. And then Wrestle Kingdom's coming up on the 4th of January. So I'm excited for that. Bam. There we go.
0: So what you're telling me is that's some magic. Like you watch the Japanese wrestling and you magically can be happy.
1: That is the magic, actually. Yeah. Do you
0: promise that this is going to work, man? So if I go to get this, I'm going to watch it and I will be happy.
1: I don't know if it'll work for you but it is I, there's something about it man it's cuz it's something magical like i said it's presented more like you know like it's an actual sport it's not as goofy you don't have big long promos and ha 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 i'm a goofy character woo 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 and then you have the the strong style wrestling which may or may not actually be a stronger style but it gives a a, a more physical impression like when they're exchanging forearms you hear like the crisp mm-hmm. crack and everything it's like oh man this, there's The good stuff, or later in the matches and the big main events, hear them like smack each other, and you see the sweat just go poof, fly off. Oh, it's nice. like, oh, yeah, it's cool, it's I good. Can, I love dig
0: it. That. I can dig that. Mm-hmm. The more physical contact wrestling looks nice, sounds nice. Oh, yeah, oh boy, look at that. Whew. God bless. Maybe that would make me happy. Nothing's better than watching sweaty men slap each other all over the place. Hey, there you go. I can dig it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of stuff you can dig, on Tuesday this week, we dropped our IG2G, the Game Awards recap special. That was fantastic.
0: (laughs) I thought for sure you were going to go, speaking of slapping sweaty men. Nope. (laughs) Not this time. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: <laughs> Although, getting through the last bits of that episode was like slapping my sweaty self to try and just, come on, you just got a little more to go. Uh, it's, getting, it's getting too late. Oh,
0: I don't want to uh, do this. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, But we did. We got through an IG2G, did a wrap-up, post-op. It was awesome, good times. It went a little bit longer than we expected it to, just like the previous one did. Mm-hmm. But it was still fun. I enjoyed it. I was a sleepy bear afterwards. But it was worth it because you sons of guns get to listen to us talk some more about fun things. I did
1: think it was hilarious as I was editing it. It's like, oh, look, I'm so excited for Death Stranding. And I sound like, yeah, man, that was, like, so cool. I'm super psyched for that. Like, oh, you don't sound psyched at all. But I promise, I swear to God, I was actually psyched.
0: We know you were. (laughs) We understand. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay.
1: Uh, but then coming up next week, we don't really have anything unless we drop a special holiday treat for you guys. I guess I should just say right now, we're not planning to do an official third shift next mm-hmm. week. And we're not doing an official IG2G either. We're probably going to do a little wrap-up of holiday games, maybe drop that on one of those days. So we get a little bit of holiday content. But we're going to take a break you know, from the traditional formats for a week just because, like we said... We're busy. It's holidays. We're putting in overtime. We're working up and down, round the clock. It's just—it's it's too much, man. It's too much.
0: It's too much this time of year. Plus, the area where I do my podcasting, I'm actually loaning out to the family members coming in from New Mexico. So it would be a little awkward when I'm down here and they're trying to sleep and rest. And I'm just like, hang on, guys. i got to turn on these bright lights so Matt can see my bald head and uh and then i gotta do this podcast thing here just sit and stare at my back while i do it for the next hour Well, see
1: that's the beauty of them being from new mexico is they're not going to be sleeping yet they'll be up for like two more hours
0: oh that's true so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah see it's perfect now you're going to be upstairs going oh so noisy in the basement god why won't they go to sleep
0: that's false i can sleep through anything
1: here's what you do (laughs) patreon exclusive Have your laptop and your mic up and just hey, like Sly video recording. Hey, it's it's Eric Spy Cam. What are his relatives doing down in the basement? What
0: are my relatives doing down here? Oh my god, rated Uh, eighteen plus. Oh geez. Yeah, that's the most terrible idea I think ever. (laughs) I wouldn't have a brother and sister anymore. Oh they would hate me forever. (laughs) Maybe it's worth it though.
1: And speaking of worth it, what's always worth it is getting shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands yes, 2. So hit up the Twitter, hit up the Reddit, hit up the Not forums, the hit up the we website, need. hit up your preferred shift code provider, and go grab those up.
0: You know we need the pre sequels shift codes gearbox. We told you we were going to be playing this game. So I don't know why you don't have the pre sequel shift codes out there for us right now.
1: Pretty sure the ones from last week still work.
0: <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> And I might download (laughs) the
1: I still have 35, and I think I opened zero the last time we played. So I think I'm set.
0: I think I've got something like God knows what. I'm not going to say numbers, just a Uh (laughs) lot.
1: So next up in, way this week at Gearbox, what happened? Hey, Hello Neighbor launched. What's the latest news on Hello Neighbor, Eric?
0: Well, unfortunately, thus far, most sources and places around the web's It's kind of a mediocre launch. Um, The positives are that the puzzles are challenging. It's difficult. The whole idea behind the game is good. But the, the biggest problem that everyone seems to be having, not everyone, but you know what I mean, a lot of people are having is that a lot of the puzzles have no correlation whatsoever. And are very, very difficult to figure out. So you'll have to get a piece from one thing, get it over to this other area that's completely unrelated and in a complete different area of time and etc space, blah, 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 and then use this item with this thing that does the thing that opens the thing. But there's no you know, no tutorials that kinda get you leading into all the things and happenings. It doesn't push you in the direction you need to go. And that kind of gaming is lost. I haven't, you know, you don't you don't see that kind of stuff anymore. Like we were talking about this shadow gate uninvited games like that. That's the closest thing I can think of that comes to how this operates in a sense, is where you're all these weird items you just pick up and collect and then who knows what they're going to be used for, maybe nothing. Maybe they're the way to get into the last door, the last freaking thing to fight the last boss. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You never know. That's why you pick it all up, and then you just go through your inventory and figure everything that could possibly work with an item and use it and try it.
1: It's just like the, uh, well, you said it, the original adventure games. Just like thinking right off my head here, think like Snatcher and Phoenix Wright. Hey, I have all this evidence. I know none of it pertains to this person, but I'm going to show it to him anyway, every single piece I have, just in case there's something that clicks in there, or mm-hmm. something I need to do, or some—at least in those games—some additional piece of dialogue. Maybe I'll get, you know, something like that. So it sounds like that's just, hey, look, it's the entire game is just that. Grab everything, and then, hey, I need, I need to get into this thing. It's got a socket. Well, scrub everything up against the socket, and I click. Hey, look, I found something.
0: Mm-hmm. And from what I hear and see. A lot of the puzzles can be solved in different ways. There's not like one way to solve every single thing. So it's up to you to figure out how to do it. And some people are having trouble and finding like really obscure, strange ways to do it that are difficult and just lead to uh, aggravation. uh, Trying to figure out this puzzle because they're not clicking with whatever the, the right way, I'm using quote hands, are to do it. And so that's frustrating for people. I just think overall... The game in a 3D space, pulling off a collect everything, try to figure out you know what works with what, and what does what, is way more challenging than those older games where you could look at one screen, and in that one screen there was only so much, it never changed, it never moved, it was just the screen, and then you could utilize it. And once you've used all your items with every little part, all six you know usable things, mm-hmm. you could move on and never look at that screen again. Whereas in this, you can't. It's this 3D environment and everything. Who knows? You know where do you look, and what have, what did you maybe miss when you ran around the well or went into the second floor master bedroom, and you're just running around checking things over and over. Meanwhile, an intelligent AI is constantly chasing you down, trying to stop you. That's you know I understand the frustration. On the other hand, even though the reviews have been sort of mediocre, I'm still very curious because I loved those games, mm-hmm. and I love being challenged to think. To go around, look at everything, figure out how I could possibly get into this room. And the nice part about it is once you figure something out, the progress is saved. So say you get into the master bedroom you know you need a key to get back to the basement and get into a door. Once you get the key, even if he catches you, it's fine. Or whatever he does to you, you know, puts a bag over your head, kills you, whatever. It's fine. You have the key when you start again. So you don't have to go all the way back through, find a way back to the master bedroom. Now you've got the key. Now he's patrolling around where he last saw you, you know, by the master bedroom. you got to trick, if you need to trick him, trick him out of that area to get back through. da 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 Short story, reviews are mediocre, unfortunate. However, if you did like challenging puzzle games back in your youth when those games were big and coming out, you know, frequently, I still think this might be right up your alley. I intend to play it, obviously, but if you didn't like those games and you don't like having to just stand around and look at a square hole and try everything that could possibly fit into a square hole or do a thing with it, it's probably not going to be the game for you.
1: There you go. Fantastic. Moving on into our next one that we usually start off the show with. It's Battleborn. We got the free rotation This week, it's Miko, Isaac, Pendles, Melka, Caldarius, and Ernest. Pretty good rotation, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, you got Miko with the healy hand beam, probably the best healer in the game, just pure healing. Uh, Isaac, I've never been a fan of, but pretty decent tank in the hands of people who are decent with him. Pendles, my boy, you should always be Pendles. If Pendles is in the free rotation, just be Pendles. Nobody else will be able to stop you (laughs) because they don't know what a Pendles is. Melka, I've had a lot of fun with. It's pretty much in the same boat as Caldarius. Jump around, slide around, hop around, shoot, and then hits people with your blades or your little hand bladey thing. And Ernest, Ernest is fun if you've got a good team. Any other thoughts? I was just
0: going to say, Miko, go with Miko. Solid if you're brand new playing because, you know what, you just follow around your tank or whoever's doing some good damage, getting in there, handling business. Follow them around, heal them. Set out shrooms for the rest of your team. Easy peasy. Otherwise, all I'll add is, like you said, if you've got a good team, go with Ernest, man. Just sit in the back there, pop up that buff for everybody, lob them grenades at the big front line, and just have a beer. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it.
1: And then also, just today as we're recording this, they rolled out a hot fix for Battleborn that allows stat progression in private matches for versus rumble mode, and it put big head rumble mode into private matches. So if you're a big private match person, you're playing a lot of private matches with all your private buddies... This is is the update for you. And I've been hearing they've been doing a little bit more like sneaky updates like that. Like stuff that they haven't officially announced was put into private modes. And especially like stat progression and I think achievement fixes have been slowly sneaking their way in. So maybe that's why that last update, which didn't seem to do a lot, was like 20 freaking gigs. Because they were sneaking in all the sneakaroos. But that's just what I've been hearing hearsay on forums and stuff.
0: Hmm. Very possible. I'm not too sure. But if so, good on them, you know, throwing a little bit here and there. And you know what? Actually, we're going to talk about more of this a little bit later on when we get into the Nirvana segment, so I'll just save it for that.
1: There you go. Perfect. So we'll roll right on into Fortnite, which did have a nice big update, big juicy winter update, version 1.11. Hey, biggest news we kept forgetting to talk about from the Game Awards, Battle Royale's new limited time mode is 50v50. So get your 49 best buddies together with you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. Who's got 49 friends?
1: (laughs) I don't even know 49 people.
0: Exactly. I don't even know 49 humans, Uh, let alone have 49 friends. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness. But yes, if you have 50 people that you know including yourself, get in there. If you don't, hey, just join random teams because there's bound to be 5 or 10 smart people in that whole 50-man crew and they'll do the right thing and all you have to do is work off of the right thing.
1: That's right. That's the hope. Also in Battle Royale mode, we've got the Battle Pass because Season 2 of Battle Royale is coming up, which is going to run from the 14th of December through the 20th of February. And that Battle Pass basically will get you a lot of cosmetics right off the bat and then I think it allows you to Let you like level up in battle royale, and it gets you more cosmetics as it goes. Versus the free version, which gives you some kind of in drips and drabs. But if you really want it, you got to get that battle pass or buy it with V bucks in the store, and uh, there you go. You can uh, you you can be extra cosmetic.
0: I like how they were honest too about the whole thing. Like, hey, look, we're offering the battle pass. It's going to give you a whole bunch of stuff outright, and it's going to progressively give you more. Or you can get it all in game, but be warned or not be born, just be. let it be known that it's going to take 75 to 125 hours mm-hmm. of you doing healthy play to get the equivalent of that stuff. I believe we can do it, Eric. You and I. We can get that. All right. We can do it. All right, it's a mission. Let's do it. <laughs> yes.
1: So, moving on into the Save yeah, the World hey, mode.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> They've got the new holiday event, Survive the Holidays. This sounds like... Uh, what was that first one where you loaded in and you did progressive waves? Uh, was it just called Survive the Storm? I think it oh, was just was Survive, Survive the Storm. Storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like that. But it's all holiday themed. If you haven't watched the trailer, go check it out. They got Christmas trees. Everybody's dressed up in Santa hats. They got a new like snowball grenade launcher that will freeze people. All kinds of good fun stuff. Pretty much just like they did for Halloween. They're doing a really good job with the Christmas one, at least from what I can tell.
0: It's awesome. I look forward to it. Christmas is. Even though it's stressful, one of my favorite times of the year, Mm -hmm. just enjoy the holiday in and of itself and everything, and they uh, don't disappoint.
1: Yep, and so as with the Halloween event, you can earn snowflake tickets by doing the holiday-themed events, which will get you holiday survival llamas, which have a chance to give you the new... Holiday heroes, holiday weapons, the new vacuum tube weapon set. And they have said that, hey, if you're in this holiday survival mode, I think it's like a three-day or a seven-day mode that you can pick between, you're going to be seeing the mini-bosses that we talked to you guys about a couple weeks ago. Those are going to be dropping in every few waves to make it a little more interesting for you guys.
0: And there's going to be the partial rewards. Ooh, so good. Yeah, so if good. you don't make it all the way through, hey, you can still have the chance of getting something if you get part way through, etc. cetera, before everybody drops, and then you fail because you're the last one, just like you were talking about. It's
1: about time. Thank you, God.
0: <laughs> they listen. And then I did want to mention those four new heroes are pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm a little disappointed with the ski slope guys. I mean, it they, they looks good, don't get me wrong, but that's not my jam. But the lumberjack mm-hmm. and the Miss Santa Claus, awesome. Those, are, those two are fantastic.
1: They definitely had some cool tweaked abilities to make these holiday heroes something you definitely want to go and get.
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Miss Santa Claus one is awesome because it's available right away. You can actually just go purchase it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you don't even have to get it in quest items or, you know, da-da-da-da. You can just, boom, buy it. It's yours.
1: Elsewhere in the Save the World mode, they have implemented the global inventory, so you can see both sets of your inventory. Oh, yes. So you can do that now. And then like you said, there's a new in game currency shop where you can go and actually buy things directly that you want. So definitely two good changes, things people have been wanting for a long time.
0: Yeah, the inventory one was a huge deal. I'm just stoked that they finally did that. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times I'm like, well, let me go ahead and clean things out and do oh nothing's here. Yeah. Oh, let me hang on, let's load in. You know, and then I get that pressure to play and do mm-hmm. something, and ah, thank goodness, what a good idea.
1: And now the one caveat to that is they said that out-of-game crafting is still coming. I mean, that's still not implemented yet, so you're still going to have to make all your ammo once we load in, but that's not too time-consuming, no. as long as you have all your stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And you just start running in the direction you want to go, and hold square, and keep j- can't go yeah.
1: Or even then, hey, run towards the place where we gotta go. Just grab crap along the way. Here's here's Mm -hmm. a box. Here's a here's a shed. Here's a refrigerator. Here's there's metal. Get the metal quick. Exactly. Sell the metal. Sell the metal.
0: (laughs) Keep the metal. Use it to build your Sell the metal. Oh no. (laughs) Never. I'm always out of wood. I don't understand. <laughs> There's trees everywhere, dude. There's trees everywhere. We always spawn into tree world.
1: We never spawn <laughs> into city world. It's always tree land, and you never have any freaking wood?
0: Never have any wood. Never. That's because I know as soon as we get to the drop area, I always use wood for those because I'm like, I'm not going to waste my metal on this. So I just wood, 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 wood I'm out. Okay. Well.
1: That's true, and I'm always building floors and ceilings, so I always just make those wood because who cares? It's a floor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the floor cuz mm. that's like you said literally who cares? It's just to put traps on and move on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why. There it is, see? We hey, got it. We, hey, got, there we hey. got there eventually. We got there. Figured it out.
1: So then rolling on in, we're just we're just rolling, man. We got to we got to wrap it up. We got to roll it. We got to just
0: That's right. Rolling stone Smash gathers through. no
1: moss, you know. <laughs> 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 Woo! So Compulsion Games their <laughs> weekly journal. Anything cool stand out of this one for you?
0: Heck yeah, man. They went into a whole shtick about making ivy and leaves. I had that I thought written those down were too. nuts, man. I thought you were. No, I
1: was like, no way is Eric going <laughs> to mention this. I'm going to write. Oh, I totally, wrote down cool yeah, new vines.
0: Because <laughs> I'm looking at this, and once again, it just falls in that category. It's something just like. Whatever, oh, there's trees, vines, things, mm-hmm. don't care, moving forward, da, da 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 And then they just talked about all the sequences they went through to make them look good but low, have low poly counts yep. and stay within what they were supposed to and then the different textures they were experimenting with, et cetera. I mean, it was like, what the hell, man? Mm-hmm. Imagine your job is just to sit here for four or five days looking at trees and vines and leaves and just figuring it out and making it Redraw
1: good. it, Billy. Make it better. Draw it better. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Less poly, less poly. Those leaves Ooh. look like shit. Exactly. <laughs> and then they ended up settling on a, like a cartoony look, mm. which was allowed them to stay within the count, but it still looked real vibrant and real. And you know? I was like, oh, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. I appreciated that part. That was nice.
1: Yeah, definitely. The other part that really stood out to me was they were talking about how they were focusing on the combat, and so they had, like, a big combat meeting with a bunch of people from different teams all sitting in a room, and so, like... One team would play a com or one person would play a combat encounter. The next person would go, and they'd be like, "Oh, this person really focuses on parrying and dodging. That person does the usual Skyrim of just back up, keep backing up. This person's trying to circle around, do the thing." Da 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 da. I thought that was a really cool, like the visual concept of that, and then the you know the thinking outside the box concept of, I know how I'm gonna play it, and Eric's gonna play it totally differently. So even just thinking Uh about, you know, two buddies that you know real well, I know you don't play things the same way I do.
0: No, not at all. And and then I was very sad because, of course, what do they say at the end of that particular spot? Be ready to parry and dodge a bunch Uh because otherwise you're in trouble. And I'm like, oh my God, you haven't seen me play. Watch this. Watch. You watch (laughs) me. I will have the biggest pipe in the world and I will be on so much joy. Nothing's going to hurt me. I'm going to (laughs) destroy these fools. Mark my words.
1: I did like a little bit further how they have weapon break animations for the NPCs, and I was like, oh, if you can break weapons, if I can get a weapon break skill, no one is going to have any weapons but me. Oh, look, he's got a machine gun. Crack. Oh, look, he's the doctor with his bone saw. Crack.
0: (laughs) Nobody's touching me.
1: Poke you in the the eye with my parasol. (laughs)
0: Oh, yes, that was nice. Yeah, so that about wraps up. They had talked about a few other things, but Nothing of, like, huge import. I thought those two that we just covered are pretty much the the meat and potatoes Mm. of the whole shtick. So if you're interested in the little other projects and things they're talking about working on, of course, head over to Compulsion Games and check it out in the news section. You can read the notes all for yourself and learn about all the other happy, fun times they're having over there.
1: Absolutely, and then rolling right along, what do we always close the show with? It's the At Nerd Vinyl Live podcast review and recap, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't listen to it this week because this week was just craziness.
0: Well, I did indeed listen to it. Um, they had Low Lines call in, they had another gentleman, a couple of gentlemen call in actually, and Low Lines gave a game idea, Randy gave some cool feedback, was talking a little bit here and there about like why 2D side-scrollers are not going to work out in the long run because... Nobody in the younger ages likes them, so you have to budget for the fact that no one's going to buy it except for a select portion of the world, and therefore you automatically have this huge stress on you to make sure you stay within a very specific price range, but you want to make a quality game, so therefore you start running into problems everywhere, and he says it's just hard and difficult and something that he's not sure if he wants to tackle or mess with. But Lowline's had a game for a little 2D thing, and it involved uh, a thrall with a top hat and going through some Battleborn characters and this and that. I mean, as you should know, of course, Lowline's is going to involve Battleborn in there.
1: Hey, why doesn't (laughs) (laughs) Randy Pitchford do a little quick 2D Duke Nukem game like we've talked about, take it back to the old, 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 old school Duke, or just have Crazy Duke. I agree. Spouting off. Oh, it'd be even better if he had like the digitized voice. If you put that filter mm-hmm. over his voice, you'd just rip rip all the re-recorded stuff out and then have it go like that old uh, old NES voice sample stuff. Oh, that'd be mm-hmm. so much fun! Come on now.
0: He could even do a, a shitty version of Contra mm-hmm. with Duke Nukem in it, and just have his lines coming up constantly and just over the top ridiculousness.
1: This sounds like something that you and I predicted they were going to announce last year at the Game Awards. Uh-huh. Uh, it was called Duke and Duke, <laughs> uh, Red Duke and Blue yeah. Duke.
0: Well, you know what? A good di- a good idea should never die, man. I'm telling you, this would work. It would be amazing. See, we should and have even- called
1: in. I totally forgot about it until literally right this second.
0: Uh, so did I. Until I had a new idea that was the same idea because it's a fantastic idea. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so here it is, Randy, even though I know you don't listen. He didn't know who Low Lines was either, I don't think. Oh. But, Randy, if somebody tells you about this, it's Duke and Duke. It's a complete ripoff of Contra, but just add in all sorts of badass lines, over-the-top enemies. Oh, perfect, 100%. Put it on the switch, Amazing.
1: You make it just like bro Force. so over the top, you can blow up your buddy, and while when you blow him up, he's like,
0: oh, eat shit and die, or blow it out your ass, or
1: all the other classic oh, yeah. Dukes.
0: You could even have all the traditional tropes going through the uh, the uh, strip bars, all that, man, just oh yeah, what a fun time that'd be. God bless. Make that game. Make that game.
1: Duke and Duke trademark a third shift.
0: Tra- yep, you got to talk to us, man. No, you can use the <laughs> idea. We just, you know. You know, I, don't I know. need a kick. We'll back. work it out. Give us a call. Yeah, a little, a yeah. little something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was the theme of the show. Uh, Lowlines did deliver and you know, give his idea out there, and Randy definitely commented on it. Now, drawing it back, he asked a question about Battleborn, and he was talking about if they are in the process or have they looked at opening up the game so that somebody could develop an entire offline mode for it. And Randy... Surprisingly, this is strange. He, he said, I've been telling these guys that they should do this from the word go. Mm. He said he was a huge proponent of making the game offline as well, so that way people could play offline, online, et cetera, et cetera. But overall, the team didn't want that for different reasons. And he's brought it up once or twice more, but he says even though he's the boss, he doesn't want to be the boss. He wants to make sure everybody has entitlement over their property because he says that if he just goes around stating to everybody, I want it like this and this is the way it's going to be, it stifles the imagination, it stifles creativity, it stifles the leadership roles of those he has in charge of those titles. So he was just giving a whole speech and spiel about how he, he did want that, but he didn't want to step on someone's toes. And so sometimes he does bring it up, you know, but he doesn't want to like pressure or push him into it. But he, he said he was glad that Lowline's mentioned it because it would give him a little more ammo, saying, hey, you know, there's there's people out there who enjoy this title that really want it on offline. And, of course, Lowline said for the very specific reason of, hey, it's entirely possible that our publisher's going to close these servers down sometime next year, and then this game disappears forever. And Randy was like, exactly. That's mm-hmm. why I would love for this to get offline, so that way this game can stick around. And he says, I know people don't believe it, but he says, you know, he does have other ideas for Battleborn as an entity. Yeah. But he says right now they're working on two titles that you know are requiring all their focus, and therefore they're moving on and doing that and da-da-da, the usual Hmm. uh, spiel on their two unannounced titles. But it was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I can see what he means, like, at the time when Battleborn's cooking and grooving and everybody's working on it and it's a big thing and we're putting all our effort into it, you don't want to be like, oh, also, do this thing and make it the way I want it. Because then, like we've always said if you put all the code on the disks or on the hard drives, then people can crack it and figure out how it works. So when it is up and lively and everyone's, you know, you're trying to get everybody into it, you're going to have hackers and crackers and blah, 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 blah. But I think now is the time to do that. You know, it's, they're not actively working on it anymore. So, hey, look, Billy and Sam and Joe, in your side time, you know, see if you can work up, at least mock up how long it would take to get it to be an offline, you know, Offline available patch or something. I mean, it's just like you've said, I've said, lowline said. It's going to get shut down eventually, and they need to at least have that that one big patch come through before that happens. Otherwise,
0: private matches, obviously a lot of people already enjoy them. Therefore, people still be able to enjoy offline matches. Mm-hmm. And the story and the ops are fantastic. They're a lot of fun, and it'd be really sad to see those disappear forever.
1: I mean, I would still boot it up every now and then just to play through Atticus every, you know. Every here mm-hmm. and there, because I mean, I still want to play that. I still want to play it right now. Actually, now that I'm talking about it, man. No, I,
0: I'm in the same boat. I'm like, man, it'd be nice to get Atticus's up, and then and then maybe uh, maybe maybe Phoebe's or mm-hmm. or uh, Montana's. Those were two really good ones too. Yep.
1: Uh. <laughs> so anything else cool in the show this week, Eric?
0: Besides that, not really. They kind of talked about how they both got into the business, but if you pay attention to us or him. Being Randy Pitchford, you already know his story and his way, you know, the way he rose up. Alisa talked about how she went and got all these different degrees and was just trying to find out where she fit comfortably and enjoyed her job and and liked what she was doing. So it was an interesting story, but it's just too long to really, I'm not going to go over it. Go listen to the podcast if you really want to hear about uh, how she got into the whole business. But she did a lot of work, man. She put in a lot of time and a lot of effort into school, and now she's chilling at uh, Gearbox. So, and I will make one last side note before I say there's no more at the very beginning of the episode, and it's funny. Randy was giving the titles of him and her and and uh, you know said news media da, da 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 whatever and she goes, "You know, it's funny one of these days we should probably talk about what that job title actually means for me mm-hmm. and he goes, well, well we could talk about it now, and she's like, "Well, we could talk about it later whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just cracking up, like, you know, we've wondered what." What exactly does that mean? I mean, mm. where does it all fall into place? So. Well, and
1: especially I think that's, I mean, obviously you don't want to have like a business conversation on the podcast, no. but that is a great place to explain it because we've seen, hey, she's the new media manager. What does that mean? Like we only got the, hey, she's been brought on board to help the streams. Well, they don't do streams anymore, so what is that? What does she do? What else does that entail? I mean, we've seen her doing other stuff, like putting yeah. together stuff for the We Happy Few you
0: know, uh, Pax West, Pax East.
1: Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But, like, what is a new media manager? If, if somebody came up to me off the street and said, I'm a new media manager, I would say, what do you do? And they would explain it to me.
0: So hopefully we get that, because mm-hmm. I don't know either. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. I thought maybe we were going to get it for a minute. But, like I said, she said, oh, well, no, not this moment. Let's have a show. And, mm. and then they carried on with the rest of the show. It was pretty decent overall. I enjoyed it. I think they're definitely getting into their stride. So add them to your freaking roster of your podcast you listen to. Get it on there. Start yep. checking it out because then you'll know exactly what we're talking about when we recap and talk about the cool news that they talked about. So that way you're up to the know on the Gearbox world, man, or yeah. woman.
1: Absolutely. And uh, you got anything else, Eric? Is that pretty much it for the show That's this it week. for the
0: show, man. We're rocking it out. We got things to do, handling business, going on some holidays, working.
1: So for the last official third shift before holiday season, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, a season's greetings, a any kind of festive wintertime event. I hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll be back in your ear holes with some little uh, bonus content later next week sometime. That's right. But until then, if you guys want to get in touch with us, if you want to say hi, got any questions, comments, and concerns, you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift.
0: And we do have a Patreon set up. And before I go into the rest of this, I just wanted to know, I'm sure you all already know, but Patreon said, hey, everybody, we've heard you don't like those crazy changes we were going to make. So we decided not to make them. So disregard what we said. All of our patrons, etc., or future patrons, you're not going to get charged the extra cash. We will still get charged, which is fantastic and awesome. And I'm glad Patreon did that. And I hope that everybody that was un- unsubbing, undoing their things, doing all the things, goes back, supports those people that they were supporting, doing all the things because yeah, hey, you know what? It helps them out. Patreon fixed what you said you didn't like. It's one of those scenarios where it's like, hey, all right, they did what you asked. Now, go back up to people you were still backing up because you're helping everybody all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. Good job, Patreon. With that being said, we do have a Patreon and we treat it like a tip jar. If you like what we did, like what we're doing, throw out a $1, dollar, five dollars, a hundred dollars, maybe a thousand dollars over there. You know, we got kids to get to college, all that good stuff. If you can't, that's understandable. We understand money's money. Or or is that time is money? Something like that. I don't remember. You Something know, like whatever. that. Yeah. Mm hmm. Go support us by feedback, mailbag questions, what else? Oh, thumbs up, likes, five-star ratings, all those good things. Very helpful to us.
1: Yep, absolutely. And, of course, this podcast normally drops every Friday, but we're going to be skipping a week, so we'll probably be back in your ear holes for a TS proper on the 29th of December. Right before our actual quarter end starts. It'll be fun. We'll be burned out. It'll be fantastic. It'll be amazing. And you can find that episode, as amazing as it is, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. As Eric said, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate
0: it. We do indeed. Five-star ratings are super, super important. And you know what? Matt's saying we're not going to be back at all until after Christmas, But I told you guys there's going to be a little special. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So tagged on to that little, little, maybe tiny special that might happen even if that part doesn't happen, old Eric's got a story to tell, and he's going to tell it. So don't you worry. I know everybody out there was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He didn't tell us about the Bangladesh. He didn't tell us about the mountains and the hermit. That's right. What happened? Oh, no. That's still coming. That's going to be part of the little special. So that way you have an incentive to tune in even though it's going to be like a short holiday shimmy 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 because you're going to want to hear the story and I want to make sure we're getting those views and listens because then I can get all the thousands of dollars that I need to repay the people hungering and and coming at me from all the angles because I spent too much this year on Christmas and and problems and now I'm going under, man. I need that (laughs) money.
1: (laughs) So, hey, before you lose all your money, and your hopes and dreams and your wife and the kids, I'm just going to say... Don't forget to to save! Save. (laughs) Shut up and And sit sit down.
0: down. Oh, goodness. (laughs)